we're going to look at the witchcraft coming against Jacob. This is household witchcraft. What really is witchcraft? Witchcraft is more than witches and warlocks casting spells and doing Ouija boards and tarot cards. Witchcraft is really rooted in control. Control is the overarching root of witchcraft and it also stems out into domination, intimidation, and manipulation. So control leads to manipulation to get what they want, intimidation to get what you want and control, and manipulation to get what you want and dominating others, right? To get your way in the situation. So we're going to see this here come against Jacob. I got the verses here. The children of Jacob. But let me first give you a back story of these verses that we're leading into. So we have a man of God named Jacob. Jacob is the one who wrestled with the angel and got the new name Israel. Okay. Before this, Jacob here makes a covenant with a man named Laban that he will work for Laban for seven years in order to receive his daughter, Rachel. And these seven years went by so fast for Jacob because he loved Rachel that much. So as the seven years passed, Laban actually deceives Jacob. And Laban gives Jacob Leah, another one of his daughters. Jacob doesn't know it. He goes into her and then they become married in the spirit, right? They have sexual intercourse, that soul tie, which is a marriage in the Old Testament. So now Jacob has to work for Laban for another seven years in order to get the lady that he really wanted, which was Rachel. So now we see some spirits of competition that are going to manifest here in Genesis verse 31. The Lord saw that Leah was unloved. He opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. So God just pours out his grace upon Leah, seeing that she's unloved. He opens her womb and gives her a child, okay? But God will not respond to your insecurities. God wants you to be complete in Christ. God here is purely acting out of his grace and his mercy to give Leah this child. So Leah conceived and bore a son, and she called his name Reuben. For she said, The Lord has surely looked on my affliction. Now therefore my husband will love me. Then she conceived again and bore a son, and said, Because the Lord has heard that I am unloved, he has therefore given me this son also. And she has called his name Simeon. She conceived again and bore a son, and said, Now this time my husband will become attached to me, because I have borne him three sons. So now she's using the children to get this attachment. Why does she want this attachment? She wants Jacob over Rachel. She wants the favor and preparation of Jacob over Rachel. They're in 
competition in comparison and she wants a special attachment to Jacob and she's willing to go to the point to have more sons just to please Jacob. This is where manipulation and witchcraft is taking place. So she conceived again and bore a son and said, now this time my husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. Therefore, his name was called Levi. And she conceived again and bore a son and said, now I will praise the Lord. Therefore, she called his name Judah. Then she stopped bearing, right? You don't have to wait till your fourth son to praise the Lord. You don't have to wait for anything to praise the Lord. As long as you got breath in your lungs, you can be grateful and praise the Lord. Ask God to show you your God-given identity. So now you're not operating out of witchcraft, out of control and manipulation to get what you want. You will see this control and manipulation operating from famous entrepreneurs. They are controlling their team. They're manipulating in order to receive massive sums of money. Of course, I'm not saying that this is every entrepreneur. There's godly entrepreneurs. What I'm saying is that there's a lot of rich people who use the tactics of manipulation to get what they want. But here we're seeing it in the household. We're seeing it within the marriage. So it's important to discern these spirits so that way we know how to pray and fight and war in the spirit so that way the presence of God can be manifested in that marriage, in that relationship, in that situation. Genesis 30. Now Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children. Rachel envied her sister and said to Jacob, Give me children or else I die. Now we're seeing envy, jealousy being manifested. And she's saying, Jacob, give me children or else I die. Right? Manipulation, domination, control trying to control to the point where she says, if you don't give me children, I will die, right? Imagine the type of anxiety this can be brought forth in Jacob. And you see that even among famous people, that there's a lot of women and, and men that want to have a baby with the other so that way they can have a special attachment with them just for fame and money. Right. Sometimes it happens within a household because the man might have a side chick and now the the woman wants to be so attached to that person that they'll have a child. And it goes both ways between the man and the woman. But here Rachel has this envy and she says, give me children or else I die. And Jacob's anger was aroused against Rachel. Yeah, <laughs> I bet it was. And he said, Am I in the place of God who has withheld you from the fruit of the womb? Jacob says, yo, I'm not God. I don't got this power. I don't got this control. This is the works of God. So she said, here is my maid Bilhah. Go into her and she will bear a child on my knees that I also may have children by her. Then she gave him Bilhah, her maid, as a wife, and Jacob went into her, and Bilhah conceived and bore Jacob a son. 
Now they're using the maid. They brought the maid into the situation just so that way she can get what she wants. This is the self-willed person. This is the selfish ambition person, the vessel that's not surrendered to God, but they're doing everything out of their own means and their own power to get what they want. Again, this is called witchcraft more than casting spells, more than speaking things, but it's rooted from control, which is why as children of God, we need to surrender control, control over our mind, control over our thoughts, our emotions, our situations, our workplace, our dreams, what our future looks like. The more that we can surrender control, the more freedom God pours into us. Then Rachel said, God has judged my case and he has heard my voice and given me a son. Therefore, she called his name Dan. And Rachel's maid, Bilhah, conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. Then Rachel said, with great wrestlings, I have wrestled with my sister and indeed I have prevailed. Competition taking place, right? Wrestling with the sister when they don't need to. They need to know who they are in Christ and receive that acceptance and that love. Only the love of God can make someone complete. So she called his name Neptali. Then Leah saw that she had stopped bearing. She took Zilpah, her maid. So now she's Leah's bringing in her maid after Rachel brought in her maid. Now we got a lot of other people, a lot of different spirits manifesting into this relationship and she took Zilpah her maid and gave her to Jacob as wife and Leah's maid Zilpah bore Jacob a son then Leah said a troop comes so she calls his name Gad and Leah's maid Zilpah bore Jacob a second son then Leah said I am happy for the daughters will call me blessed right you should be happy because Jesus gave his blood for you you should be happy because of who God is and all that he's done for you, not because of things that he gives you, not because you win a competition against someone who you shouldn't be in competition with over something you shouldn't be competing against, like having children. So she called his name Asher. Now Reuben went in the days of wheat harvest and found mandrakes in the field and brought them to his mother Leah. Then Rachel said to Leah, Please give me some of my son's mandrakes. But she said to her, Is it a small matter that you have taken away my husband? Would you take away my son's mandrakes also? So what happened in the children is now being brought from the fruit of the field. The competition is going on in every area of the life. And there's no peace in comparison. Comparison is the thief of joy. Competition and things where you're not supposed to competing will take away the pure joy when you just want to do it for God in your heart. So she says, you're also going to take my son's mandrakes? And Rachel responds, therefore, he will lie with you tonight for your son's mandrakes so now they're exchanging the husband in order for the mandrakes then jacob came out of the field in the morning in the evening 
Leah went out to meet him and said, You must come into me, for I have surely hired you with my son's mandrakes, and he lay with her that night. Now we see prostitution, right? Prostituting her own husband, selling her own husband so that way she can get what she wants. This is what witchcraft leads to. Be discerning over those who are trying to control you. And do not mistake godly reverence and godly submission to a husband as control. We have godly submission to governments, godly submission to officials, but it's different when it's control and it's manipulation for an ungodly purpose. You must pray against these assignments of the devil. If God gives you the spiritual wisdom and discernment that this is happening in other people's lives, you must pray because the fervent, effective prayer of a righteous man avails much. And now that you have this discernment, you know how to pray laser targeted prayers for the kingdom of God to shut down this witchcraft so that way the presence of God can be manifested in that relationship. Make sure you're not taking control over things and make sure you're living a life of surrender and obedience to the will of God. God bless you, my friend. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Amen and amen.